Welcome to The Haunted Ride. I'm your host, Melissa, and thank you for joining me. I hope you have your tea and your snacks. Today's episode is going to be a little different. Before we actually get into that part, which will be really quick, but I I switched the category of the podcast. It used to be in religion and spirituality, but I kind of, I took it out of there because it was like, well, I'm just, we're just talking about ghosts. We're just talking about like paranormal stories you guys are sending stuff in. I'm really talking about a lot of the stuff that's happened to me. There's not really a whole bunch of advice going on or spiritual stuff going on. It's it's a paranormal thing. And in that case, sure, it's a little spiritual, but it doesn't really fit the category. So I took it out of there and I moved it into society and culture, personal journals. And I thought like, okay, well, you know, that might be kind of good. But I would go through there and I just... Nothing really felt like it matched my podcast. Nothing really felt like this is where it needed to be. When I started the paranormal advice and the spiritual guidance services, which if you're interested, they're on the huntedride.com or website, which is also where you can submit your story or you can send it in through the huntedride at gmail.com. And um, we've had people who have signed up for the spiritual guidance service and being able to help those people really blew my mind. Like, took this podcast in a whole other direction that I was not planning to go in. Didn't think I'd ever be in nothing. So I was really shocked and really surprised at how well and how many people actually really signed up for that. But it made me realize they're signing up for this because in this podcast, I am somehow connecting with them, with their experiences their spirituality. And so I sat back and I was like, mm, Melissa, I think you, you got to go back to the spirituality category. I say all this to say that I got an email the other day from this weekly service that I use to let me know like if there's a new review from like Brazil, because Apple doesn't let you know that. They only let you know it for your country. But it also tells you if you've charted. And it turns out we had charted at number 42 in spirituality. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what did we do? <laughs> I was so, I was so amazed and so shocked. And um, that's because of you guys. I mean, it has absolutely nothing to do with me. I just sit here and talk. <laughs> I just talk to you guys and you guys listen. I, I just wanted to say thank you. You guys are amazing and you guys are awesome. And um, before I continue going on, <laughs> we're going to listen to a promo and then we will get into the episode. So I'll see you guys in a couple seconds. Hey guys, I'm Sarah and I'm Stephanie and we're the hosts of Dead Time Stories. Dead Time Stories with a Z is a weekly podcast where we tell you stories of ghosts, hauntings, mysteries, conspiracies, the supernatural, paranormal, the generally eerie, spooky, and all around weird. If you like scary stories, witty banter, and classy broads, we're your ghouls. Gals. Gals. Some of our stories include Eastern State Penitentiary. No. And where is it? Is it where is Does it, it sell it? 12? No! <laughs> 
the Gettysburg Dime Museum. They were like, show starts at five, Mr. President. He was like, thank you, five. <laughs> no, 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 Stephanie. He was like, thank you, five. <laughs> fort Mifflin. So the Americans burned down their own fort. They were like, oh, you, you, you want this? You want this? Well, Come and get Welcome it. to Philly. <laughs> and more. New episodes are posted Thursdays at midnight on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. Listen and subscribe, rate and review today. Okay, and we're back. This episode is a little hard to describe, but it's based and centered all around the spiritual guidance service. In some of the emails that I've gotten, some people have sort of asked similar questions. Obviously, everyone's experience is different, and everything that they're going through is different. But I've realized there's just certain things I'll say that I know I've said to, like, someone else. And it occurred to me that maybe I've never said it on this podcast. And perhaps, you know, if you don't feel comfortable, like, reaching out or you're unsure to reach out or you don't want to sign up for the service, I completely understand that. Like, I get it. So if I can share uh, just little bits and pieces that I really recommend for kind of everyone vocally out to you in a public matter, perhaps that might help you. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, this is what this podcast is supposed to be about. It's supposed to be about helping people. So I'm going to read an email, and it's a story that I got from someone who they are a part of our spiritual guidance service. It was before they actually had signed up for it. I love the fact that in the email she says she has a lot of questions. And I'm like, yes, give me all the questions. And what's funny is I've actually never read this email. I've never read it because. She came back to me really quick and was like, oh, wait, you have a service. All right, I'll do that. And so I've been helping her and talking with her and everything on the service email. So I've never read this one. And so I'll read it and kind of like interject little things there. And then afterwards, um, I wrote down some topics to just talk about like my general opinions on different topics to see maybe if they help you and kind of like share my experiences on that. So. This email was from Everly, and it says, I have always just called myself sensitive or intuitive, because frankly, there's entirely too many names given to it. It has been this way my whole life. When I was little, I was plagued with deja vu, to the point where my great-grandmother started asking me to tell her every time it happened. I always had dreams of deja vu, and then when I would sleep over at my grandmother's house, I would share these dreams with her. Honestly, she'd make me share. From deja vu as a child, it became flashes of images or things that I would hear, if that makes sense, which it does. At age eight, I moved into my grandmother's house, a house that was built in the 1800s. I would tell my grandmother it was haunted, but because of who and how she was, I would be told not to bring that crap up again. But how did I know the house was haunted? I never saw anything. Well, sometimes moving shadows, not often, but most of the time it was just a black mass. And it was watching, but it was a feeling, like a really deep and strong feeling. And I would know I was being looked at. When the house would get dark, it would get scary. I'm a 35-year-old woman now, and the dark still scares me. Both my grandfather and my grandmother passed away in this house. And their plots are on the property. So I would think that their spirit wouldn't make the house pleasant again, but it doesn't. So I'm going to pause there for a second. 
I I actually I have never brought this up on the podcast, but I would get deja vu a lot, a lot when I was a kid, and it was it was weird because I thought it was deja vu, and I would just see these things, and it would it would just seem weird. Or we would go to a place I'd never gone to before, and I would feel like I had been there before. I felt like I knew like oh this room was here, and to me as a child I thought that was deja vu. Because it just honestly seemed like deja vu. It seemed like it was a dream. Like it felt like I was in a dream state when this was happening. But I do feel like dreams and deja vu are incredibly important. I've noticed like in this story, in my own story, and people who I've spoken to who share their stories with me. me. The common thing is a feeling of intense deja vu or dreams that are reoccurring that feel incredibly real. But when I was a kid, like, I, I remember, like, when I, I think in episode two, I talked about how I would have horrible nightmares. Horrible nightmares. Nightmares of me fighting these, like, physically fighting. So let's say in the dream, like, I had gotten scratched on my thigh. I would wake up with a scratch on my thigh. But I also have really long, really strong and sturdy fingernails. I've scratched myself accidentally before, so it was kind of just like, okay, well, you know, uh, that, that, that's all that was. When I got older, and I wasn't as rowdy, I wasn't moving around as much, I would, let's say, get a scratch on my back, and this is in the dream. I'd wake up, turn around in the mirror, and I'd see the scratch exactly where I had the scratch in the, in the dream, in the nightmare. And I would try to see if I could turn around and get my fingers in this way to recreate the scratch or whatever it was, or even like a bruise, and I couldn't do it. Sometimes I think that like this is this is why I put shields up when I go to sleep at night. Because I think that it's really easy for entities to attack us when we're sleeping. I think because we are when we're awake, we're constantly busy. We're constantly running around and we expend all this energy into whatever it is we're doing so we don't have time to like deal with these things or for these things really to like for us to pay any attention or any mind to these things that are going on around us i mean on haunted happenstance i just told a story where i clearly say i saw this thing occurring i did not pay attention to it because it was at work my job takes more than enough energy out of my day i don't have the energy to dedicate to a ghost so do you think that sometimes entities who are not strong enough to attack us in our everyday, like normal daily lives, do so in our dreams? And so I think that paying attention to your dream and deja vu is really important. So to go on to some of the other things she says in the email, she says, whatever I do scares me at times. That really resonates with me. She says, it really does. I try to listen to myself and remind myself that I just listen more than others, which is a beautiful way to put it. A few years back, my husband and I were driving back from a friend's house. On our drive home, we passed a watch for Deer Road sign. Right as I looked at it, a question came in my mind. What would happen if a motorcycle and a deer collided? That's a creepy question to have. And I say it's creepy because if you get a random thought like that that just pops in your head out of nowhere, like, oh, happen if a motorcycle and a deer collided it is the universe just going hey i don't really know if you want to know this but i'm gonna let you know just in case that's it the way that she said i just listen more than others that's all it is 
you are just tied in a little bit differently into the universe and it is giving you information. Sometimes it's like a random thought or a random question. In the interview that I had with Kate from Ignorance Was Bliss, she said sometimes I will just get a random thought that I need to reach out to somebody or I need to check up on a friend or or someone who I care about. That's it. I think that like as you're more sensitive, you're like more in line, you're able to pick up on those thoughts more. And I think like we all, I, I do truly believe like every single person in this universe has the ability to be psychic and they have the ability to be um, sensitive and intuitive, but they get so used to ignoring those little things that eventually they can't pick up on them anymore. So when you are sensitive or you're psychic or you're intuitive, you just pick up on more. You pick up on more things and more messages from the universe. You don't have the ability to ignore those items. Not really. I mean, you can try. But then the universe will just send it to you stronger because it's trying to guide you down a different path. And it wants you to listen. So, oh, and then she goes on to say odd thought, which I concur. It's an odd thought. And she said it was that she said it out loud again to her husband. Two, perhaps three days later, we found out a friend of ours actually hit a deer in that spot right before the sign. The next night, our friend lived. My husband that actually made the connection to my comment and our friend. I often tell that story because someone heard me say it before it happened. And I really needed that. So here's the thing, and I struggle with this sometimes. Just because the universe gives you a, mes- a message doesn't mean that you are obligated or you have to make sure that you share the message. It doesn't mean that you need to blame yourself or anything like that. Like, that's not what it's for. That's not what it means. It does not mean, like, prevent the item. So so I think that sometimes the universe just gives us messages for us. Either for our personal growth or our spiritual growth. For us to be able to deal with the situation a little bit better and be able to handle it better. In order for us to help the person who was unable to receive that message. And you don't know. Perhaps, said friend, some pimp, eh, maybe, don't drive down that road today. He didn't listen. And so he went through this. And the fact that her husband made that connection, maybe that'll help the friend in turn later, whatever hears that voice, because, eh, you know what? I'm going to listen. I mean, I don't know if that's what happened, but it's a possibility all the time. I've, I've personally seen it happen all the time. So her email continues with, because how do you tell people you saw your dead grandma told you the day before you find out the sex of your baby that you're having a boy and she was right? Or that as you walk through a friend's house that their dead family member wants you to get their wedding pictures out of an area they're in because they're worried they'll get ruined. I just felt it, which is so powerful. So she goes on to say, to be honest, I hope I'm not wasting your time, which she's not. And I hope that, like, if anyone ever considered, like, writing me an email, send it to me. Because you're not wasting my time. At all. I actually, like, this person, I've spoken to them quite a bit over the last couple weeks. And I adore them. I adore them. I think they're amazing. When I read this email, and it was in this email, and it was also in Dave's email, if either one of them had not reached out to me, that would have been horrible. She goes on to say, I just don't know who to talk to. What exactly am I? Why do I feel death coming? As ridiculous as the story sounds, I'll tell the last one because it's short. It's not ridiculous at all, I promise. The day before Burt Reynolds, of all people, died, I sang the Smokey and the Bandit song over and over again. 
And out of nowhere, I might add, almost trance-like? Who does that? And why? It wasn't like I knew the man. I've reached out to others like me and I don't ever get a response. Am I going crazy? Why do I feel like I can't solve anymore? Seeing it? Haunted? Nonetheless, thank you for taking the time to read this. I'm sure it's written out like a hot mess. No, it's not. I just have so much to say about all this. I often don't know where to start, but thank you. So this person, I think she's a super powerful psychic medium. And um, I think that the only was stopping her from like reaching her like higher vibration and more maximum potential was that to anybody about it was called crazy a whole lot. Got to a point where she couldn't believe in her own experiences. Something that happened with me and with this podcast. I've had more experiences now than I've ever had in my entire life now after doing this podcast. And it's because this is me, this podcast every week when I tune in with you guys, this is me validating my experiences. This is me going, yeah, that happened. Do I want to believe it happened? Not really. <laughs> Did it happen? Yes. <laughs> like, I don't believe in it anymore. And so because of that, like, the, and my light in the paranormal field, and so it's more often that I have these things just happen. When they happen, I just have to write them down. And that's what happens when you don't doubt yourself anymore. But because the norm, like, not believing in paranormal or not believing those things, it's really easy to just go, eh, you know what? This person, when they call me nuts and crazy, they're right. Because how could I ever think that this is real? Well, and then you don't have to believe in ghosts to have a ghost. You don't. You believe in the paranormal. It doesn't need to be something that rocks your world. If you, it's just an experience. When it comes down to the Burt Reynolds thing, so, Everything is is on energy. So when you wake up in the morning, there's an energy. Like there's um there's tons of courses out there that tell you that successful in life, don't wait to get on your phone. Wake up, stretch, smile, enjoy the day, meditate, look outside, take a walk, take a jog, something. Do not directly look at your phone because that is you taking the energy of you waking up and all that gratefulness and the sunshine and all that shit and like, eh, you know what? Social media is more my phone is more important. So every single thing that we do is energetic every single day. When you work on a mission, being as a psychic or a medium, whatever, what have you, you pick up on those things. And sometimes ghost spirits or energy, even if you're not related, even if you don't know the person, even if you have nothing to do with them, find the closest, most available and psychic or medium, again, whatever you want to call them, and they just go, hey, you, and you go guess. Now, when she told me this party in her email to me, I said, I think it sounds ridiculous, but I truly don't. Because maybe the last thing that he was, man, I've had such a great life. I've made such, and people are going to hear it. And then what did you do? You listened and you heard the song over and over and over again. And that was the last thing they needed. And you, in your turn, gave that to them. You gave it to them. You didn't mean to. You didn't know you were doing it. You just were. It's kind of like um. It's kind of like a grocery store in the holidays. You know how they close early, and you know you need that stupid French dressing. Got it? But you need it for the salad because you don't have any. What do you do? The grocery store that you have, but if they're closed, what do you do? You go to the next, and you continue. That's why some stores on the holidays, while the others close, in case that you have emergencies. That's all that happened here. That's what spirits do all the time. I've had, like, in spirits, 
I don't know who the hell they are. No idea who they are. I do not know their family. I do not know why they decided out of all the people in the world to come Because I can't even get their message out. Give me a message and then ask who the fuck they are. I don't know who you are. Like, no, no, no. I don't know you. <laughs> I don't know you. And I would love to at least get your name. Provide me some sort of details so, like, I can help. But all the lessons for half a second and then, poof, they're gone. And I'm just like, but, okay. Fine. That's all he wanted. Now, let's talk about death, because dealing with that feeling is really hard. Like, it's so incredibly hard. Um, being able to see that type of aura or feel that feeling, it is so incredibly intense. I don't even honestly have words really to describe it. It, it hurts, because you can't tell that to someone. You can't tell them that you feel this energy. Because for most people, they're not going to believe you. That's just going to piss them off. And then when they fought, like, when this person does pass away because you were right, that's going to break their heart even more. I know when I brought up the story of my grandmother, I said that I knew she was going to die. And I knew it because, much like Everly is talking about, I felt it. It's really hard. It's really difficult. So that feeling of death... It can be helpful sometimes, I think, because I think sometimes we have it or experience it or get it to help us prepare for what's about to happen. You know, I've seen it too about the person. I think I talked about um, like healing experience that I'd seen. It was almost like this deep black aura, almost like a like a cloud that then, like, settled and became heavier and was surrounding this person. It was, like, almost like mist. That as it as the person got closer to death, it just became more solid, more solid, more solid. And it was sort of moving in that way. And that's how I knew. And so if you've ever experienced that, first off, I just want to say sorry. <laughs> because it's scary and it's confusing. And it's, it's extreme. Like, that force is very powerful. Whatever that is, whatever you want to call it, it is extremely powerful, extremely tangible, and it really fucking sucks. So I'm sorry if you've experienced that. But I do want you to know that, like, other people have experienced that. And I don't think it's meant actually to be as scary as it seems. I think sometimes it's meant to say, okay, this is where, like, think of death as, like, rebirth. Or winter when all the trees die and spring comes back. Like, that joyfulness and that gleefulness and the happy return to that. But it just, um, it takes some getting used to. So a couple of the things that I've been asked have been a lot about spirit guides and um, spirit animals, how to talk to them, how to access them. And the number one thing that I just say is, like, literally just ask them and they'll come to you. They will do it because, like, they, they want, like, it's the same thing of when people live stories. And some people are like, oh, well, I don't want to listen to ghost stories because that might open me up to, like, the paranormal. It'll do it. So if you just ask, like, they want they want to be there with you. Like, they want to have that connection with you. Like, that's why they're there. They're not just, like, hanging out for no reason. They, like, want to have a connection with you. They're just waiting for you to, like, establish that connection. When you ask them, they'll pop up. And Alice, actually, she asked me that as far as music, like certain types of music bring out spirit guides and they can. I have a spirit guide who she only likes certain types of music. 
And when I'm listening to certain types of music, like she's actually, she's always around. But when I'm doing something creative or listening to certain types of music, she explodes in happiness. Like she's so happy. And she'll dance and like be super, just super upbeat and super uplifting and super happy and just have the best time. And she'll want me to have the best time too. But see, that also means she's changed my taste in music, which we're not going to talk about. It's the sore subject, but that is the case of this particular spirit guide that she's affected my music, but yeah. And I don't know, I think like maybe like her job is to bring me to like a higher vibration of myself and sometimes and through music. Music that she doesn't like is music that is sad. Like there's a song called I Miss You and it's by Graham Bahari and she doesn't like that song. I think it's a beautiful song with music. I like the lyrics. I like that they're actually telling a story. It's not just like crappy lyric. I think it's a great song. I had it on my playlist now for like a year and a half. But she she just she just came in and and she was like, nope to that song. This song, nope to that song. And so every time to listen to the song, I start feeling uncomfortable. You know why I feel uncomfortable? Because she's unhappy. And I happen to be so connected with her that I feel uncomfortable, and so then I don't want to listen to the song anymore. I used to have playlists that I could listen to for hours and not even not even hear every single song. Now, I can hear my whole playlist and a half an hour drive. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. So yes, spirit guides like certain types of music. And then we already talked about dreams, but one of the things too that I recommend everybody do is just journal. I know people are going to be like, eh, that's a waste of time. But let me explain something. We spend our lives going to day activities with all this shit that goes on, answering all these things that happen, whether they may be good or bad, and we come home and we're exhausted. Why are we exhausted? Because emotionally and energetically, we're tired. But then what do you do to get those that emotional energy out? How are you then supposed to feel better as a person? Journal. I cannot tell you, like, I write a lot of poetry. Sometimes just to get out my emotions. Sometimes I just draw random ass pictures. Uh, it doesn't even mean that it means something, but sometimes just like the act of being creative helps me feel more productive and more energetic. I'll write about how I feel. Sometimes like if I don't feel like writing or I don't like I, I don't type it. I never type because typing doesn't really work that well for me normally. I have to I have to be able to like physically put my energy into it. And I can do that with writing or drawing or music. But just sometimes even just like writing, a, like writing a simple sentence. Like, you know, today was a really frustrating day for me because of A, B, C, and D. And I just have to remember that it's, that's all it is. It's just like these things. And I keep it moving. That's it. And me just sitting there saying that made me go like, hey, if I've got any frustration, like, remember, it's just a little bit of frustration. I'll go away. It's fine. Like, that's enough. So journaling is actually, in my personal opinion, and again, this is like all my opinions, (laughs) journaling is actually one of the things that can really help you not only to feel better as a person, but to access uh, like a higher spiritual self. And this also includes uh, dream journaling too. Like if you wake up and you remember your dreams, write it down because you never know. Dream interpretation was one of the first things I ever got into. Uh, when I was trying to figure out myself and how I was feeling and what was going on and 
just all my questions. I was, I was trying to figure stuff out and I would just write down my dreams. And I, I began to realize that actually a lot of my dreams came true, but it was only certain parts. And I would have to like acknowledge what made that part different in the dream. So that way I could understand what was my subconscious or how I had to interpret the story and the message that I was being given in order to understand that, oh, like this particular part of it is going to happen. So journaling is, journaling's huge. Journaling, meditation, um, even just the act of deep breathing. Like you don't have to even fully go into a meditative state. Just sit down and breathe. Just breathe. That is one of the biggest things I can recommend everyone do. When you're frustrated, when you don't feel like you can breathe, if you have anxiety, if you're super stressed out, um, if you're in pain, just try and see if you can like manage to get a deep breath and just keep trying to do that. But just, you know, visualize that when you're breathing in, you're breathing in like all of the goodness that nature and the earth and the universe has to give you. And when you're breathing out, you're breathing out all the negativity, all the negativity that you have. And that you're going to ask the universe and allow the universe to take that and reshape that into positivity for someone else. Or positivity back for you. And that turns into something. It will change how you feel. When I'm super stressed out, that's all I do. I just breathe. Because sometimes I can't meditate. I, I don't have time. But I can take two minutes to breathe. And I've done quick meditations in two minutes too. Like I'll just like do my deep breathing, and I'll just scan from top to bottom, from the top of my head down to my feet, and look at every single place that I feel uncomfortable, and imagine that with every breath, I'm stretching that place out and relieving that uncomfortability. And I'll go through every single spot in my body. And sometimes that's just, all that's doing is making you self-aware of how you feel, and taking some time for yourself, and relaxing. So that's another one of the techniques that I really thing everyone should do especially when it comes to like if you're trying to like become more spiritual or understand what's going on with you this particular thing i know it's going to be a little weird but i don't believe in coincidences i used to i used to believe in coincidences a lot i don't even call them synchronicities i know that's a new word i just call them shit that happens <laughs> like this just happened to me today even when i tell the story if I'm talking to someone, I'll be like, you know what, this thing happened to me today. And it's so funny because it's like A, B, C, and D reasons. And I just love, I just love how the universe works sometimes. That's it. To me, there are no more coincidences. There is no more, like, shit that just flows into your life for, like, no divine reason. Or no, you know, um, with without any connection to you. Like, one of the things I've had to realize is... The universe as a whole, it's, it's, a, it's a large mass of energy, right? It's huge. It's huge. And I'm not talking about beliefs or religions or something like that. I'm talking about if you sit here and you think about Earth as a planet and the universe around it, it's huge. And when you've got a black hole and you've got stars exploding and you've got this going on, that, that's a large mass of energy, right? Well, for me, something somewhere somehow is sitting there and going, you have a life. And I want to give you the best life possible. You just have to listen to me. Like, that's what my spirit guides do all the time. Like, when I shared the story in Touche Spirit Guide Touche, episode 25, I believe, um, she tried to guide me in the right place to go. I didn't want to listen to her because it didn't make sense. Turns out she was right. 
And that's it. If I would have listened to her, I would have saved myself some time, would have gotten home a little bit earlier. That's it. It doesn't mean that's what was meant to happen or destined to happen or any of that shit. It just means that sometimes you just need to listen to a force outside of yourself. It's um the podcast Your Own Magic, which I am obsessed with and love. They talk about Raquel, talks about removing your ego. And that's what I think that practice is. When you sit down and you go, you know what, the universe has got this, the universe knows what's best for me. It doesn't mean that you're not putting your best foot forward. It doesn't mean that you're not trying. It means that you're understanding that there are other forces at play here and perhaps they know a little bit better and know what you need more than you do right now. And if you just give them a small, slight chance, just half a second, perhaps they'll open up a brand new door for you that you never even knew existed. And that's it. That's enough. I had to do that with this podcast because I was I was really concerned and really scared about how it was going to go. I had a lot of questions. I wasn't really sure I was going to be all that good at it. But I continued because I said, you know what? Something is guiding me in this place. And I fought it for like two months. And it was like, you got to do it. Like, you just, you just like need to understand that I've got you. I've got you covered. I have your back. Now just put your foot forward and do it. And now look, now I've been doing this for over six months. You guys had me chart at 42 in spirituality. I have over 13,000 downloads. And I, I love what I do. And you guys give me the opportunity to share my voice and share my opinions and assist you, and give you guidance, uh, if I can, and I have a community, and a platform, that I share with you, I don't just talk at you, like, we share this, you guys write in your stories, you guys write in your topics, you guys share your woes about the paranormal, and supernatural, and you're not sure about things, and I can sit here, and actually put, like, the knowledge that I have, which I'm definitely no specialist at all. No one, nobody can be a specialist in the paranormal. No one. But I can share whatever knowledge I have and help you. This is such an equal exchange between like you guys and myself that it blows my mind and it's amazing. And if I would have never just listened to that inkling feeling inside of me, not only would I not have this podcast, but I wouldn't have all the healing and self-care and, and things that I have right now and how I feel about myself. Not just spiritually, but mentally and emotionally and, and how I connect with myself. That all happened because of this podcast. That all happened because of this experience and because I, I took a second and I listened to the universe. So just listen sometimes. That's it. I know it can be hard and weird and a little awkward, but the universe does really want you to succeed. It's not against you. So there's two last things that I wanted to talk about. The first one is shielding. I think I've kind of gone through like the process of how to do it, but I can't remember. So in case I haven't. All you do is you sit down and you go, okay, you imagine that in you there's a light and you say to yourself, you visualize that thing becoming bigger and longer until it encompasses your entire body and expands to about the width of your arms as you hold them out. It doesn't have to be a perfect circle, like mine isn't always a perfect circle, but it surrounds you in this light. And that light means that nothing negative can touch you. Nothing that wishes to cause you harm can touch you. And nothing that does not serve you can touch you in this space. Now, 
This shield actually is a shield that empaths use a lot, which I just found that out earlier this year. And the way an empath is supposed to use it is kind of like as a fluid bubble. I do not use mine that way. I use mine as armor. Mine is solid, not fluid. Because I have a natural fluid energy around me all the time. So I use the shield for when I need to be protected and encased in something that is just of me and only serves me and is positive around me. My shield is to protect me in the moments where I'm not able to protect myself energetically or emotionally or spiritually or physically. So that's how you create a shield. I personally say to everybody, if you think that you may be intuitive or sensitive, you feel that you might be an empath, you feel like you're constantly surrounded by negative energy, you feel like there's a negative ghost or negative presence, even sleep paralysis, try the shielding technique before you get into these situations, go into these environments if it's somewhere that you constantly go, you're around these people, or before you go to sleep. That's my number one thing to everybody. It's just shield yourself. And it doesn't mean like all your problems are magically solved. It just means that if you're not strong enough right now, it gives you a buffer so that you can you can figure out how to get that strength without being overly vulnerable to the negative influences around you. And the last thing I wanted to say is just say thank you. If you get a spirit guide who pops up and they're helping you out, say thank you. And I don't mean you have to literally say thank you like how I said thank you to you guys earlier in this episode. No. I mean say thank you is be grateful. Don't abuse them. Don't misuse them. Don't think that, oh, they have to give you everything that they're supposed to give you. And if they don't, then they're a shitty spirit guide. No. First off, that's fucked up. That's egotistical. And don't be a dick. Like, do not. That is the easiest way to get your actual spirit guide who's trying to help you to go away. Because you're not, you're not willing to receive their help. You're not willing to receive their guidance. And just like with asking them to come to you means you're establishing a connection. If you're going to be abusive in this way of, well, you have to give me all the answers. and Or, oh, my personal favorite, well, if there's somebody watching out for me or the universe is watching out for me, why haven't I won the lottery? That's being egotistical. I would love to win the lottery. It's not for me, too. It's like it's not for you, too. You have other lessons that you have to learn. You have other things that you have to go through. And that's what you need to do. So just understand being grateful. I mean, just be grateful for anything that comes into your life. But if you suddenly get a spirit guide or you, like, just be grateful that you wake up that morning. Just be grateful that you can actually be able to be frustrated and journal about it. Or you had a dream and you can journal about it. You have these experiences. You have a life. Just be grateful for what you have. Don't just want things that you, you, you want. I hope the tips help. I hope you liked this episode. What else do we have to talk about? We're going to have a new bonus episode out pretty soon, either next week or the week um, after. Those will be on our Patreon. If you have a moment and you don't mind, uh, subscribe to the show. You can write in a review. And we do actually have a review to share. So this is from The Woods Podcast. And they said it's spooktacular. Right off the bat, the opening sets the listeners up for a creepy time. It literally gives us chills. If you love personal ghost stories and unexplainable experiences, this pod is totally worth checking out. Thank you so much. I love it. So I think that leaves us with 
the thing that I've learned this week, which I learned numerous things. I've learned that I also need to write these things down. <laughs> so I think the one that I'm going to share is it's actually from the podcast Your Own Magic. I talked about them earlier. And they also are the reason of why I started writing these things down because they have such amazing things on that podcast. Like it blows my mind and it makes me feel so good to listen to them. So please just give them a shot, a shot if you can. They're, they're great podcasts. This actually goes in line with a image I made that I put on the website and I put out on social media. What they said was, ask yourself what you would still be doing if you were the last person on earth. And I was like, whoa. Because um, in my life, it was really hard to figure out what I would be doing. I'm good with a lot of different things. I imagine those things to be what I should do if I'm good at them, right? Like if I'm good at them and I, I like doing them, then that's what I would I should do for the rest of my life, right? But I realize there's a difference between what you want to do and what as a career and what is a hobby. And if you pick a hobby and you try to do it as a career, you're going to end up hating your career. I spent a lot of time sitting down and going, okay, well, you know, through just life and experiences and myself, like what is a hobby for me and what is something I really want a career in? And I realized that the things I wanted a career in are things I've been doing for my entire life. They're things I've enjoyed for forever. I just didn't really think I could do them at all. I never thought I could do them. I was like, oh, me? Oh, no, never. Of course not. And that's really dangerous thinking. It's dangerous to sit down and go, oh, well, you can't do what you think that you should be able to do. Yeah, you can. If you work towards something, you can do it. You can accomplish it. That door will open. And I think like this, I think this conversation pairs really well with what we were just talking about. Because I remember what I wanted, what I wanted to do when I was younger was to be a singer. That's what I wanted to do. But I didn't want to be like in like the media. I just wanted to make music. Like, I wanted to use my voice to uplift people. And uh, when I was a teenager, I even, like, I called a record company, and they said, yeah, we'll take a listen to you. And I was so excited. And then I was told that I couldn't go because my mom didn't want me to. And she didn't believe that I could be a singer. And that broke my heart. And then I would write songs and poetry and um, stories. And my dad... He's like, how are you going to make it as a singer? Like, that's not a lifestyle. Like, you're not going to do it. And I was just like, Jesus Christ. Like, no one believes I can do this thing. So I picked something else. And then the other thing that I picked, which is something that I also really love that I want to do in my career, I was told that that wouldn't amount to anything either. And so I kept shutting down that voice in me that was like, no, no, no. Like, this is what you want to do. Like, this is what you're meant to do. Like, it's okay. Like, that's what you want. I even thought about like being like an advice columnist. I was like, oh my god, that would be amazing. And like do paranormal advice or something. Like that would be so great because I used to give all my friends advice. Like th these were all the thoughts I had. And I was just like every single time like I picked something, someone just told me like, no, you can't do it. And they made it hell for me to even try. And so I just stopped fighting. And now look at what I do. I have a podcast where my goal is to help people and I've actually helped some I've helped someone. That's everything I wanted right there. That's me using my voice for something good. That's me giving someone advice. Just randomly, just randomly, like, got a message from the universe, listened, and did it. And if I was the only person on earth, would I still be doing this? Yes, I would. So 
just find the things that make your soul happy. And in the image that I had put up on my website and social media, I believe what I said was that thing, you know, the one that makes your heart flutter, do it, do that forever. And I mean it. When you find something that like you get nervous about and it's important to you for this to work, that is what you should be doing. And it doesn't mean like you turn into career. Maybe make it a hobby, but make it so that you enjoy it in your life. Because life is way too long. Yes, I said long, not short. For you to sit here day in, day out, and not enjoy something about it. So with that, I will let you guys go. Take care. Be safe. Love yourselves and love others. Have yourself a good day and a good night. And as we always say, don't let the ghost get you. Bye.